So welcome everyone. Today is July 5th, 2023. This is our All Lives Matter call with Dr. Alex Lloyd, Dr. David Peck, uh, myself, Johanna Chan, I'll be assisting them. Before we hear though from them about today's topic, I wanna to share this disclaimer. This presentation is for education and informational purposes only. And since we're going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand this information is not intended to heal or cure anything. Everything in the presentation are the opinions of Alex Lloyd, David Peck, myself, Johanna Chan, or you if you choose to share. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concerns you may have. All right, guys, take it away. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Um, I'm Alex Lloyd. The good-looking guy in the middle is uh, Dr. David Peck. I apologize about last week. I had uh, I popped a hernia, and I had a hernia, hernia surgery last week. Uh, I'm fully recovered. I feel great now. Um, but anyway, sorry about last week. But uh, glad to be back. And uh, this week, we're talking about temperance. And... Um, we did the seven deadly sins. Now we're doing kind of the seven godly virtues. And today is temperance. So Dave, I'm gonna let you go first and then I'll do a post-it note and, and then we'll do a code. Okay, thank you very much, Alex. So yeah, we're on uh, the second of seven in seven heavenly or godly virtues. And these are to counterbalance the seven deadly sins. So each virtue has a uh, corresponding deadly sin. And last week we did chastity as a counterbalance to lust. This week in counterbalance to gluttony, which was number seven in the seven deadly sins, we're talking about temperance. So that's the moderation to go with the gluttony. So, um, and the doing the positive codes I found were really good, actually. I don't know. It seems it seems helpful. I hadn't really been doing it, you know, focusing on a positive concept like that, but um, it's interesting. It seems to work very well. Anyway, so and, temperance. Let, let, me, let me interrupt just a second. What David yeah. is talking about, if you weren't at the last podcast, we talked about doing the code to create or release a positive in you where most people are familiar with the codes only to take away a negative. And I always like to do both, I, usually the negative first and then the positive. So uh, that's what Dave is talking about. And I would highly recommend that. Sorry for interrupting, Dave. Okay, yeah, no, sure. Okay, so uh, my story with temperance, um, I had to dig a little bit, but um, this goes back to another one of these confessional calls for Dr. Peck. But anyway, when I was growing up, um, I had kind of a very mentally strict upbringing, I would say. Um, even though I had many freedoms, you know, in terms of being able to go out and whatever, uh, you know, mentally and psychologically, I was sort of, I believe, held and sort of imprisoned, essentially, into a mode of perfectionism and conditional love. So, yeah, I had to, I was the all-American boy. I was like, an honor student who went to a top Ivy League college. I was athletic and all league and baseball and football. 
and also musical. I played the saxophone and was all district band and all region band for two or three years. So all these different areas. Renaissance man. Yeah, well that, but the good boy kind of thing with conditional love being a lot of times driving it. Uh, although music was, you know, it was like a first love to me actually when I got connected to jazz, but, but in any event, so, you know, there had to be some, all that perfectionism and conditional love, I think somehow had to be balanced. I always, in my parents' mind, I always had to be like this perfect everything and probably to everybody else around me. So what happened was, so I was hanging out with friends and I would go and I would go out with them and we would party and smoke pot and things like that and drink in the basement and things like that and that was kind of like my escape from from being perfect because my parents never knew although I would think that they would have known I, I can't imagine they would have known but we never discussed it you know like and and I would just you know go away to my you know go to my friend's basement and then we'd hang out there in any event you know, as I got older, you know, I realized that I wasn't addicted to pot or anything like that because I would go for many years without um, you know, using it. Um, but when I had it, there was something about something that for some reason, I, if I had it, I just would have to do it like I couldn't be moderate about it. And I felt that that really had to do with the, my experiences early on. So you know, the gluttony is the temperance is in balance to the gluttony. And so, you know, that that's my own story for of gluttonous being gluttonous in terms of, you know, excesses and that, you know, what I ultimately what I would want to be is to be moderate, you know, if I have it fine, use it whenever and not have to just, um, what is it binge, put it that way, binging, right. So, um, Anyway, that's my story. I'll pass it to Alex. Okay, thanks, Dave. Uh, to me, to me, temperance uh, would be in the same area as as balance, what I call balance. And um, a couple of things about balance. One, there's an ancient manuscript that says about balance that it's basically the key to being able to avoid evil. And lead, and lead a positive love-based life. That balance is the thing that evil is kind of looking for to get me off balance, to get me um, away from what I really should be thinking about, feeling, and doing in my life, all right? Um, one way I've seen this illustrated that resonated with me, um, we have about 300 body systems about eight to 12 macro systems, major huge systems like gastrointestinal, neurological, immune, and around 300 micro systems that are, are mostly subsystems of those major ones. So you might think of those like 300 body systems, kind of like a baby mobile. Yeah, you remember a baby mobile, the, the little thing that you put above a baby's crib and they watch it. Sometimes you wind it up and the, it'll have like uh, somewhere usually between three and 20 little things hanging on a string. 
and you can wind it up and it'll play a song and they'll sort of rotate around. Some of them now you can do and they'll kind of jump around, which, which draws the baby's attention more and keeps them maybe from crying. But one thing we've all seen is when, a, when that thing is completely still and a baby reaches up and touches one of those, just one, what happens? What happens when they touch one they of those? They all move. Yeah, they all start going like crazy and it starts spinning and up and down and moving and it then it gets a little less, a little less, a little less. And some of them take several minutes to calm down and actually be balanced again. Well, that happens in our body too. If, some, if a stressor happens that knocks one of those 300 areas out of balance, it touches it, then all of them start moving around trying to rebalance because that's how we're built to live in health. It's what's called homeostasis in medicine and science. And we're built to live in homeostasis, meaning balance, harmony, uh, all of those things. So if, if even one thing gets off, it can affect the other 200 plus. It's amazing. The only actual chemical substance that's ever been found that had a balancing effect on all 300 at the same time, and this is all very well documented and studied, is CBD. That's the only thing on planet Earth that we know of that has a balancing healing effect on all 300 at the same time. Um, I believe that the Healing Codes and Trilogy, that that's what they're doing. They're doing what CBD does, only non-physically. They're having a balancing effect on all of our systems. Now, what would make me think that? Well, today we have 21 double-blind studies, just got the 21st one last week, published in a peer-reviewed journal, and they studied about 76 different life issues, cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, uh, uh, relationships, marital satisfaction, body image, gender, anxiety, depression. Uh, I mean, you almost name it, 73, no, 76, I believe, of the biggest issues, spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, all of the above, okay, over, over the last 10 years. And what did they find? They found that the Healing Codes and Trilogy had a significant healing effect on every one of those issues. And there's never been a single study where they found it didn't have a significant positive effect on the issue that was studied. It's never happened. Everything they studied, all 76 issues, have shown significant to dramatic improvement. Um, so what does that make you think? if you hear of something where they've tried almost everything they can think of, 70 something of the biggest life issues, and the same one thing has a positive balancing effect on every one of them. Would that lead you to believe that it might also do that on the 77th issue and the 80th issue and the 100th issue? Well, it sure leads me to believe that and other serious scientists, it, it would believe it would lead them to at least suspect that if they didn't believe it. But a lot of them would believe it from that. Well, that's what the Healing Code and Trilogy 
do. We can prove that now. That, uh, these, these double blind studies, that's what they're called in mainstream science and medicine. They're called proof. The best proof that we have anyway. Okay. So I believe that. And I believe I was led to that in order to help as many people as possible. What was my biggest um, in out of temperance issue? It's when I was made fun of starting to school for my weight primarily. It was also for being dumb and failing, but mainly my weight and, and looks, okay? And so I started, and I've told this story before, and I'm going to just barely repeat it here just to remind you. And I started working out like mad in uh, junior high. I had, a, I had kind of a life vow moment, and I said, you know what? I may have a lot of bad things happen to me, but nobody's ever going to make fun of me for being fat again. I'm, that one's over. I'm stopping that one. And I started running eight to 12 miles a day, did that for 25 years, doing hundreds of push-ups and sit-ups every day. All, I mean, I had a, an eight-pack uh, abdomen. I mean, I was ripped. I had almost no body fat at all. I could run 20 miles and I would quit because I was bored, not because I was tired. Uh, I had a lot of endurance. But, but my point is, yes, it, it, that succeeded in that no one ever made fun of me for being fat anymore. It, it worked. The problem was the side effect to doing that just about ruined my life. It almost cost me my marriage, my, my self-worth, my health, uh, my business. I mean, because it blew into this obsession where I was out of balance all the time. And out of balance all the time means stress all the time. And stress all the time means illness, feeling bad about yourself, uh, not doing your best at your work, all of the above. So temperance to me, that's, that's kind of what it means. And I believe it's one of the biggest issues on planet Earth. I believe if you are temperate, if you stay in balance physically, mentally, spiritually, you're for the most part going to have a great life. If you live an intemperate life, you're going to have a rotten life. And I believe that one factor can make the difference in those two. It is such a big, powerful factor and has been in my life. And, and by the way, uh, after the healing codes, I healed that obsession and my life has gotten better and better ever since. And I still exercise and work out. Uh, I'm, I'm in better shape probably than I've ever been in my life in some ways. Um, but without the obsession now, which is a lot more fun, let me tell you. So that's it for me. Uh, Dave, do you want to start the code? Okay, sure. Okay, so we pray, we request that all negative cellular memories, unhealthy habits, false limiting beliefs, and relationship issues that are related to the lack of temperance that they be found opened and healed and infused with temperance through love, light, truth, and God. Amen. And a balance met physically, mentally, yeah. spiritually. Amen. Yes, thank you. Okay, first position is left hand jaw, right hand bridge. Left hand jaw, right hand bridge for balance and temperance. 
Second position, left hand jaw, right hand temple. Left hand jaw, right hand temple. Okay, third position, left hand Adam's apple, right hand temple. Left hand Adam's apple, right hand temple. Okay, fourth position, both hands Adam's apple, both hands Adam's apple. Okay, back to the first position, left hand, jaw, right hand, bridge. Left hand, jaw, right hand, bridge. Second position, left hand, jaw, right hand, temple. Left hand jaw, right hand temple. Third position, left hand Adam's apple, right hand temple. Left hand Adam's apple, right hand temple. In the fourth position, both hands, Adam's apple. Both hands, Adam's apple. Okay, Alex, that's two cycles. All right, let's go with uh, acupuncture points, side of the hand. Temples. Chin. Temples again, little finger, under the nose, thumb, eyebrows, collarbones, Index finger, under the eyes, under the nipples, middle finger, under the arms, chin, Under the eyes, sore spot, 
and the 9G procedure. Eyes open, closed, open, eyes down to the left, down to the right, circle your eyes, circle back the other way. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Please activate governing and conception vessel four times. Four times, please. If it hurts, you're pushing too hard. This is also called yin and yang. You can do all of these by themselves as well. They've all been tested by themselves, some of them for hundreds of years. All right, now let's go to custom healing centers and let's start with forehead. Please open and harmonize. Throat, please open and harmonize. And actually we're talking about temperance and balance. And this procedure right here, that's all it's for, is to balance the energy in the body. Heart, please open and harmonize base or root on the pubic bone. Please open and harmonize. Crown, please open and harmonize. Middle of the stomach, please open and harmonize. And under the belly button, please open and harmonize. And now let's do left hand forehead, right hand brainstem. We're gonna go about a minute here. Brainstem is basically unsubconscious mind, forehead, conscious intention, mind, will, and emotions. So this is whole, whole mind, unconscious, subconscious, conscious, ancestral. Very powerful, whole mind. Let's get it back in balance, back to temperance, back to where everything is okay. You don't need to try to make anything happen. If anything, just say a prayer about what you're wanting healing for and then get out of the way. Your mind, body, and heart know exactly how to change these things. They don't need your help, but you could interfere. Okay, both hands over the heart. Slow, deep breaths, one right after the other. Let the code process. When you're ready, take a look at the zero to 10, but I would also take a look at it 30 minutes from now when it should be even better. And Johanna, I can hang around for a few minutes here if we have any questions or comments. Okay, so if you um, would like to ask a question and you're on your um, phone, you can press star nine. That's gonna raise your hand and I'll be able to um, unmute you so you can connect with Alex. 
or if you would like to type in a question, um, you can certainly do that and we will read that. Interesting, right now we don't have anybody's hands up, guys. That's unusual. And here we have you, Alex, and nobody's raising their hand. Well, well maybe Dave would like to share another embarrassing personal testimony. <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>, why not? <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, you get enough of that from both of us, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Johanna, do you have anything to add about temperance, balance? Oh, gosh, let me think. Um, you know, uh, you don't have to. I just I can't really think of anything other than I know um, some people really struggle with having a balance when it comes to eating they're you know like if they're on a diet or uh, trying to lose weight or something like that and um i mean i've been one for years i've been a real fan of like all kinds of diets i love to try new diets you know i'm always trying to it seems like i'm always trying to lose that extra five to ten pounds that you gain yeah. and, um and then sometimes i'll get really I'll get, I'll get really out of balance on it and i'll go way too extreme and um, so over the last couple of years, I've realized, you know, I really just want to have a balance. Like you said, I want to be able to eat what I feel like my body's desiring, not out of an unhealthy craving. I mean, sometimes I have those, but especially around the holidays, just really being okay and just allowing myself to do, to eat whatever I want, as long as it's in a balance, uh, it's balanced. It, I don't know. I think a lot of people struggle with that. Um, just knowing what to do, you know, what do I do? I go one extreme to the other. It's like fear is involved, you know, especially if you're getting older. Oh, I'm, you know, if I do this, this can happen. For me, it's just, just taking that deep breath and going, you know what? Okay. I've got an extra five pounds on. Am I okay with that? <laughs> I'm not going to freak out. I'm not going to try to do anything too extreme. I just have that balance. And you know, it's really cool because you just have more peace about yourself and everything in your life instead of, you know, I don't know. For some reason, I'm bringing that up right now. Maybe no, that's, a, that, that's a great point. And, and, and I believe you're right. I, what the, actually what the research says is no diet works. That, that's what the actual research says is that no diet works long-term. But I believe what you just described, Johanna, does work. You you eat only when you're healthy, when you're hungry, you eat slow. When you're no longer hungry, you quit eating. And one one thing that I discovered about three years ago that's not new, I mean, it's it's really big out there, but I've been doing it for the last, oh, three plus years is intermittent fasting. Right. Um, that word fasting scares a lot of people, but here's the deal, guys. With the way I do intermittent fasting, I pretty much eat the same amount of food that I ate before I did intermittent fasting. I have, uh, I don't eat breakfast. I, I mean, I have greens and stuff for breakfast, but don't eat food, food. Um, although that is food, uh, collagen, greens, etc., for breakfast, and then for lunch, I eat pretty much whatever I want. And then, um, and then at about three or four in the afternoon, 
I have a snack that's usually a protein drink uh, that's full of nutrition and protein and all that sort of thing. And um, I, I weigh 150 pounds. Uh, most people who see me say I look better as far as my weight and everything that they've ever seen me. And I don't diet. I do intermittent fasting. And the, the magic of intermittent fasting is you're giving your body much more time to digest. Instead of giving your body a few hours to digest and then here comes the next meal, digestion takes more energy than anything your body does. No, nothing else is close. So when, you're, when you eat a meal and it takes your body three or four hours to digest, immune system and a lot of other things kind of get put on hold while your body is digesting. Now, of course, it, it's not totally on hold. You're still breathing, your heart's still beating, et cetera. But pretty much anything extra is kind of on hold. Well, once that digestion is over and your body has that energy from digestion now to use for immune system and pain management and all that, that's exactly what it does. But if you're eating all day long, the only time your body has to do that is at night. If you do intermittent fasting, it has about 16 hours a day to do that. And so it can do much more healing work than the same amount of food just eaten over the whole course of the day. So uh, I've had good results with that. Not saying you know anyone should do that, but it's worked well for me and a bunch of other people I know. But um, yeah. I don't, uh, the research says no diet works. It's about balance, uh, uh, which is temperance. And and I got to run. Uh, okay. Love you guys. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Johanna. Right. Love you, everybody. Love you, Alex. Okay, I think we have one question. I'm going to go ahead and see what it is. Um, Kevin says, I struggle with my relationship with sleep. I set an alarm and say, I'm going to get up early. I get out of bed two or three hours after that alarm. I then get upset and carry that energy throughout the day. I sometimes wake up before my alarm and still stay in bed. What are your recommendations for how much sleep to get? Wow. What do you say to that, David? I, I mean, it's really a quality of sleep also is mm -hmm. what it is. There's something probably weighing on Kevin's mind as he's going to bed. You know, I think, I don't know. I'm really not sure. I mean, obviously, you know, usual is at least, you know, six, seven, eight hours generally and varies for different people. But if he's having trouble sleeping, it, there's probably something on your mind, you know, that's got to right, get to right. Yeah. And you can address, um, Kevin, that, you know, you say you get upset and carry that energy throughout the day. So you're upset with yourself. I mean, just address, address that. So in case there is something underlying that um, is creating that kind of a sabotage, self-sabotage, you know, that you feel it is. Um, you have the intentions of getting up and then you stay in bed for two or three hours and then feel guilty about that. Um, address that address you know like where does that come from when have you felt that way before you know what is the um what is the negative feeling is it guilt is it shame and um and see if that will help 
Okay, so that's a great recommendation. I'm sure if he does that, he's uh, other things are going to come to light, you right? Know, as as he's coding for that, yeah. You know. Right, right. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and close the Q and A and close the um the recording, but. Um,